0: some neighbors are saying way too loud
1: welcome in everybody to a brand new episode of the world famous loose lug nuts podcast i'm evan roberts joined alongside thomas dick and uh
2: we're heading to new hampshire yeah it's the uh i don't know if you know this largest athletic complex in new england huh i didn't know that and they were the first First venue to ever have 100,000 fans at an event in uh, New England. All right. I saw on the
1: yeah, NASCAR yeah. news and notes, they've raced four times in New England, but none of them since like the 60s, except for New Hampshire. There's like one in Maine, one in Massachusetts and Connecticut, I think. Yeah,
2: well, I was thinking about doing a a picture book on the various um, white trashes throughout America. And the one in Connecticut and whatnot doesn't watch NASCAR, apparently.
1: Huh. Uh, speaking of like uh, traveling, doing uh, some picture stuff, you went to Thor Sport, didn't you? I did. How was it,
2: that? I, you, we watched the crew, and I was like, there's no way a garage could be that clean. It's that clean. <laughs> really? Yeah. Did you get to meet anybody? Uh, not really. They looked busy. They were working on stuff. Plus, I had two little kids running around. I was trying to. It's like herding cats, <laughs>
1: so you didn't. But they got the they got
2: uh, they got little things they can uh, color, and we got uh, autographed hero cards. Nice. They got their picture taken in front of uh, some Matt Crafton championship banners, and that's really cool. Yeah, it's another
1: so avid loose lug nuts fans, right?
2: Yeah, up there on America's North Coast.
1: There you go. Uh, so, before we get into the big news. I noticed something, and I have meant to bring it up on the recap, watching, like, USA a bunch, because I've been watching a lot of Law & Order SVU, too, like, during the week. Yeah. And, like, every time it's an Austin Dillon commercial or the NASCAR playoff commercial. Have you noticed that during the promo for the playoffs, they blacked out Chicagoland in the background? I did not. So it's like when they're showing all the highlights and it's like Kyle Busch says something, then they cut away, and then they cut back to Kyle Busch, and he's, like, wiping his eyes. Like, people are, like, fake crying because he won. Yeah. It just says Speedway in the back, and I saw somebody pointed it out on Twitter that they just wiped out Chicagoland in front of Speedway. Very sad. So I thought that was interesting.
2: It seems unnecessary. They already killed the the truck <laughs> to like
1: pee on its grave at that
2: point. Yeah. So I just thought that was interesting.
1: And now every time I see it, I just stare at the white wall that where Chicagoland used to. So now, I hope sorry. our listeners and you, every time they see that commercial watching the races, that it uh, you notice it too.
2: It's sort of like the FedEx trucks. I don't know if you ever noticed there's an arrow between the E and the X. Yeah, because they're moving forward.
1: Yeah. It's like Amazon's got the arrow underneath the A and the Okay. Seat. So,
2: so what's they got
1: everything from A to Z?
2: And the Brewers, I don't know if you know, it's not a <laughs> love, it's an M and a B. Uh,
1: anyway, so uh, we're deep into silly season, but it's 2024 silly season. Uh 2311 revealed in a surprise announcement on Tuesday that Tyler Reddick will join the team uh in 2024. Uh it was interesting cuz they announced it and it surprised everybody and then Richard Childress Racing like put out a statement and they're like, "Hey, you know, we're happy, you know, we appreciate Tyler for all of his things, but this announcement couldn't come at a worse time."
2: Well, Richard Childress Racing has been known to they don't really go all in on guys. They keep giving one-year extensions. And Denny Hamlin's like, hey, Michael Jordan only writes checks for winners. <laughs> <laughs> so we need a winner in here. So they're like, we're going to snag this guy up. If you're going to keep just giving him one-year extensions. So, yeah, it was just shocking that it was this early. I would not even think you'd wait till um, two months from now. This just seems way – it seems like it's going to be an awkward – uh, 18 months for tyler reddick yeah well and it, it kind of thought
1: i mean i'm happy for him because i think this would probably be a better deal for him but i mean you're just coming off your first win two weeks ago um but i don't know it just seems weird strike while the iron's hot so what does this mean for uh richard childress racing who do you think will fill the other car
2: i don't know there's a lot of candidates i've seen all sorts of names out there ty dylan you know he can get his own show <laughs> Life, not as fast lane uh, Noah Gregson had a smiley face some sort of emoji in response to it like maybe he, he's excited there's an opening uh, Austin Hill and Sean Creed already drive Xfinity cars for him so
1: yeah I don't know do we see Richard Childress going the way that Chip Ganassi did uh, maybe sell
2: their charters to Junior <laughs> <boys>? <laughs> which, which way that Chip Ganassi was <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's getting up there in age and uh, Junior really wants to get in but needs some charters. and yeah. Some of them got charters.
1: So be interesting. And then who gets the boot at 2311? They said that they, I don't know if they really came out and said they just never, if they were going to stay at two cars, maybe they buy a charter from uh, uh, Richard Childers.
2: Charters, there's yeah, there's not unlimited charters. So I don't know. Plus they're currently Toyota. I would think Toyota would want them to stick with Toyota. So I don't know if a merger with Richard Childress racing would work. Um, yeah. Get a charter. I, uh, and it's weird. Cause Denny Hamlin said Kurt Busch has a ride as long as he wants one. Well, so I was looking up like
1: now maybe would Bubba Wallace go to JGR instead of 2311. But then I was looking at Bubba stats. Uh. 166 races only 14 top tens and then one win at talladega in 2021 yeah so maybe he gets the boot i mean you got to perform sooner or later like as we said michael jordan only writes checks for champions and he hasn't done yeah. anything since getting into 2311 whereas kurt bush has won already
2: yeah it's uh it'll be interesting to see i know he's got the thing is We, it's sort of sad at times. NASCAR is run a lot by sponsors, so yeah. Uh, Danica got a couple extra years (laughs) because she had sponsors, so uh, and then uh, IndyCar wasn't the out silly seasoned, yeah. Speaking of Chip Ganassi Racing, what do you and we are PR people? What do we think about the quote that was put out that Alex Plow actually didn't say? Apparently, what do you mean? You didn't read it? Uh Oh my gosh! Okay, so the same day as the Tyler Reddick announcement, uh, Chip Ganassi Racing announced they picked up the option for Alex's services, and they they had put out a press release that included a quote from the Spaniard driver. Well, a few hours later, he's like, "No, that quote was fake, and I'm leaving (laughs) Chip Ganassi Racing at the end of the year." And then a little bit after that, McLaren sent out a release saying that Alex had joined their quote unquote family and he was sharing a f1 test program with fellow IndyCar driver Pato Award
1: so just not an overall good day for Chip Ganassi on Wednesday or Tuesday
2: yeah I just uh, like we we those quotes you read from coaches and a lot of releases they don't say a lot of them yeah we have PR pros like you or I write them, but we always get, "Hey, is this okay?" <laughs> we don't just put it out and say, and have the coach read it the next day in the newspaper as a shock. Um, there's, there's always a, "Hey, that's cool." So who did maybe Chip Ganassi was up against the wall, and they're like, "Hey, if we force, because they had the option, the driver option for the 2023, yeah." I think they'll get some sort of money um, since he welched on a contract, but it was a it was funny, and they out silly seasoned yeah. uh, NASCAR, which is sad. yeah uh
1: and then Alpha prime. they made some news this weekend. Yeah
2: really yeah, this big, week. I, I'd say big news. uh different news for alpha prime. There really been uh trend water over there. But they're bringing in uh, Julia Landauer, and she's going to run the Xfinity race at New Hampshire uh, this weekend. She currently runs in NASCAR's Wayland, uh Euro Series, uh, Euro NASCAR 2 division. So the second level of NASCAR in Europe. I didn't know there was a division. Do they have
1: promotion and relegation? Like,
2: uh... I, yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, she also runs in the uh, NASCAR K&N or she has also run in the NASCAR Canine Pro Series West and the NASCAR Pinty Series, which is a Canadian series. Among her distinguished honors, the first woman to ever lead a lap in the Pinty Series. So she's got that going. This one, I read it and I was like, is this really impressive? Because I don't know how many American drivers are over there, but she has the highest finish ever for an American racer in the NASCAR Euro Series. All right. And then uh, she's the first and youngest female champion at the Skip Barber Racing Series uh, when she was 14. So. And then she also
1: appeared on Survivor.
2: Yeah. I, I know as I a multi survivor, the TV show, got, like <laughs> Holocaust. Um, yeah, Steph LaGrosa was on like three different series of uh, Survivor. All right. Yeah.
1: And then uh, in 2017.
2: I'll say front of the the program.
1: All right. And then uh, she was also named a Forbes 30 under 30 list for sports in 2017.
2: So, Yeah, well, these things I always get excited for, and then they finish 34th.
1: So I typed in the Americans in the NASCAR Euro Series. Not a lot of... (laughs) It's a lot of, like, how many Euro Series drivers have raced in America? I'm like, that's not (laughs) what I'm looking for. But... yeah. I digress. Uh, Marco Andretti uh, is interested in running in a, the Xfinity series. During the last XRS event, he said, I'm talking to some people about Xfinity. If I can hang with these guys, maybe I can hang in Xfinity. It would be fun.
2: That, <laughs> that seems like a shot at Xfinity. <laughs> um, yeah, he uh, he scored two wins and 20 podiums in his 250 Indy car races he has wins at the 2006 Indy Grand Prix of Sonoma and the 2011 Iowa Corn uh, Indy 250. So, from the vaunted uh, Andretti family, who they're speaking F1, they're looking to start an F1 team. So,
1: Euro trash. You know
2: if he can hang with SRX, <laughs> he can hang with Formula One. <laughs> Uh but like aren't we all interested in running the Xfinity series? That's that's what I read that. What's funny there was a late model I saw a tweet from a late model thingy and one of their drivers uh backed out of two races so they said they had an open seat uh if you wanted to drive it was $30,000 plus the damaged car uh thingy so basically you're paying 30,000 to use the car for a race. Yeah. And if gets damage you also have to pay. So it's not cheap. So Ross Justin would have to pay a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, whoa. Whoa.
1: <laughs> uh Atlanta penalties were announced and the big one was uh no penalty for Christopher Bell's team. Uh NASCAR rewrote the rule so it doesn't include pit road. Uh or as you think maybe <laughs> no yeah I lady. have a theory here. <laughs>
2: I have a theory that the penalty is making Christopher Bell keep those guys on his Patreon. <laughs> oh, uh, that is a penalty. And then the, the next three things. Well, first, I, I'm going to add one. I don't know if you saw this. Voyager went oh, right. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm a member of Voyager, or I have an account with him. Oh, he
2: better <laughs> sell, sell. also. <laughs>
1: Well, the funny thing is, so Voyager, who is the sponsor for Landon Castle in Xfinity, I believe. Yeah. Uh, he, they filed for Chapter Eleven bankruptcy, but it was a couple weeks ago where they froze everybody's assets. So you couldn't deposit, you couldn't withdraw, like you couldn't trade within that. And then I actually got an email from the, I forget his title, but he's from the state of Texas, and is like, like battles for the people against like securities exchange and stuff. So hopefully it's a class action lawsuit and I want some money.
2: Yeah. So I that uh like people think that's part of the reason he got the college ride is he had Voyager going all in. So it'll be interesting to see what that does to his ride in the future at colleague if he doesn't have a sponsor because uh Jeb Burton lost uh whoever his sponsor was, yeah. which is why he no longer had a ride.
1: Well and then uh because and Lana Castle is getting his salary paid in crypto.
2: Yeah, so he's making thirty cents <laughs> <of> a race,
1: <laughs> pretty much now.
2: And then wow. another another piece of news that was fresh off the press: Emerling Gase Motorsports is expanding to two full time entries in the Xfinity Series in twenty twenty three. So, uh, look for them to uh, to start running well uh, uh, with two teams. Uh, Joey Gase is going to be in one car and uh, Shane Lee should be in the other one
1: Uh, Some other news, William Byron won the Slinger Nationals won the Super Late Model 43rd Annual Slinger Nationals at Slinger Super Speedway in Wisconsin Uh, He beat the likes of Ty Majesky and Luke Fenhouse
2: And he joined a prestigious group of just two drivers You know who Alan Kowicki is?
1: Yeah, he used to race the Hooters car.
2: <laughs> wow, well, that's the reason. Yeah, that's one reason to know. Yeah. But he uh, also invented the uh, Polish victory lap uh, where the driver drives the opposite way. <laughs> I like but, the first uh, one better. And uh, so they're the only two drivers that ever win the Slinger Super Speed, uh, the, sorry, the Slinger Nationals in their first appearance at the track. All right, it's The Kyle Larson effect... Like William Byron's been running a lot. He has won six straight events with Donnie Wilson Motorsports this year, this being the sixth consecutive. Speaking of Kyle Larson.
1: Yeah, Larson and three-time defending World of Outlaws Series champion Brad Sweet are launching a new sprint car series in 2023, the High Limit Sprint Car Series. It will be a 12 race schedule with mid Uh, races. Uh, it'll be on flow racing. Uh, dates and venues have yet to be released, but a special kickoff event, the High Limit Open, will take place on August 16th at Lincoln Park Speedway in Putnamville, Indiana.
2: You're an Indiana person, is that close to where you're from? I
1: honestly have never heard of
2: Putnamville, Indiana. Oh my gosh, well, it's on flow racing, so basically, you're gonna pay $69,420 for the package. And the stream's going to go out every race.
1: Let's see. Putnamville, small town. There's like nothing on them. Like is know. it
2: by Indianapolis?
1: It's kind of. It's an unincorporated community, so you know it's tiny.
2: Yeah. Mm. And uh, Tuesday, August 16th is going to be a busy day. Uh, we also, in addition to the High Limit Open Pinty Series, is going to have an event at Osh Weekend Speedway that day. It's going to be the Canadian Series first ever uh, dirt track race. And among the notables will be Christopher Bell, Stuart Friesen, and my favorite, Ken Schrader. All right. So it's about 45 minutes southwest of
1: Indianapolis and uh, an hour and 20 minutes due south of the great city of Lafayette.
2: So it's on the way to Terre Haute. Correct. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's not too far from Terre Haute. There we go. Yeah, 41 minutes east of Terre Haute. So, right dab in the middle between Terre Haute and Indianapolis.
2: So, if you got nothing to do on August 16th,
1: yeah, go to Putnamville. So, as we mentioned, we're heading to New Hampshire this weekend. We got the Cup and Xfinity, the truck series is off until we get to Pocono. Uh, on Sunday at 3 p.m., we got the Ambetter 301. Not sure what that is uh but Wiener, uh, <laughs> i don't think so
2: okay uh, well we, we'll coverage. see the bells until we find out what it is
1: yeah uh two uh, coverage begins at 2 p.m on usa uh the performance racing network and sirius xm nascar radio 318.46 miles uh 301 laps though with stages of 70 115 and 116. The interesting thing about New Hampshire in the Cup Series uh, is it's provided a lot of drama. Uh, as someone that has started outside of the top 20 has gone on to win the race 10 times or 20% of the total races. Wow. Last season, Eric Amarola started 22nd and went on to win. And we know that they, we've had a lot of first time winners. we got some guys that need some wins to get into the playoffs. So this could including be including Eric Amarola. Yeah, so this could be a pretty interesting weekend.
2: Um, Ambetter offers affordable health insurance plans throughout the health insurance marketplace. So it's sort of like Wiener Pills.
1: Yeah, it's correlated. Uh, so as we get closer and closer to the end of the regular season, eight drivers that won last year are still looking for their first win this season. Two of those, Al Roll and Brad Keselowski, have won at New Hampshire. And Brad Keselowski is one of those guys that I mean, he's got no chance to get in unless he wins.
2: Yeah. He would need to finish. If he didn't win, he'd need to finish second in every race uh, from here on out. And everyone else would have to crash <laughs> finish 40th, die for 40th. Yeah. Some former winners, uh, but in the Xfinity series, did I say <laughs> that word right? Xfinity series are Christopher Bell, who won the last three Xfinity races uh, along with, uh, at New Hampshire along with Martin Truex, but that was back in 2005.
1: Yep. And then seven guys have won cup races there and they're in the field, including four-time winner, Kevin Harvick, three-time winners, Denny Hamlin and Kyle and Kurt Busch, two-times winner, Brad Keselowski and Joey Logano, and then Amarola. So included Bell because, uh, he needs to get in as well as Truex. So they have had some success here, just not, uh, in the cup series taking, Uh victory lane. And then as we mentioned in the recap on Tuesday, it is tight at the cutoff for the playoffs. As Truex uh is in 15th, 62 points clear. Christopher Bell is in 16th and is 19 points ahead of Kevin Harvick and then 42 points of Harvick's teammate Eric Amarola. There you go.
2: What do we got for featured matchups?
1: So we got a we got a battle at the top of the point standings in Chase Elliott versus Ryan Blaney. Uh Chase has been rolling, obviously, because we heard that sirene at the poll room. Uh, but Brian Blaney's due. So I'm going to go with the number 12.
2: Yeah, uh, and for those of you wondering, uh, the closest, I think, resident is Joey Logano, Connecticut guy. Yep. So I don't know if maybe there's a steamed cheeseburger place that uh, sets off some sort of sound contraption if he wins. Um, And maybe they'll fix the race and uh, Rutledge Wood will be there, uh, you know, flipping steamed uh, cheeseburgers. I'm going Ryan Blaney. Uh, I actually have him pick second in this race going to pick him to win. And then I realized I picked a different winner. So I'm going to say he's finished second, which is better than what Chase will finish. Uh, So what you've been to the
1: New England more than I have. You lived there for a little bit. What stupid place or what are they going to have Rutledge would do this week? I'm thinking, like, something with the lobster. Like, he's going to go to the lobster. He'll
2: probably put a lobster claw on each nipple, maybe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then he'll scream, like, uh, Dale Jr. when they were going three wide in Atlanta.
2: (laughs) Yeah!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) Yeah,
2: definitely lobster-related.
1: Yeah. The uh, second matchup is Hendrick Motorsport teammates, Alex Bowman versus William Byron.
2: Who you got? I'm going uh, William Byron. I, I think he uh, – I just think he's been better on average this year.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that, but I'm going with Bowman because, while well, I think Byron's had a better season. I think Bowman is a little bit better on the one-mile tracks. Went at Dover last year. Um, said a little bit more success, I think, on the one-mile. There you track. go
2: well this Uh, next one this next one should be a wwe event
1: (laughs) yeah this is the main event at wrestlemania ross chastain versus denny hamlin i'm picking Hamlin ladder match (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah tables ladders and chair match uh no disqualification uh someone has taken out chastain so i'm going hamlin uh
2: i'm going chastain he's rolling and he's going to go through anybody to get away. Yeah, he,
1: no, he is rolling. He's rolling through other people's cars. I like Justin. <laughs> I really like, I do like him. And I like that. He's just like, you know what? It's just race. Robin's racing. People forget. Yeah. That. Uh, and then the last one, uh, I call this the, I don't know why these two are in the final group, but it's Eric Amarola versus Austin Sendrick. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> did Sendrick win this race in the Xfinity last year? I don't remember. Maybe that's why, but I don't remember either, and I didn't want to take the time to look it up. But I'm just gonna go Austin Cedric because I don't know. I don't. Know. I'm not impressed
2: with Stuart Haas this year. Kai, you just made it sound bad that we preview races and we don't know who won the race here last year <laughs> in the Xfinity. Well, I'm, I'm looking. I'm going Eric Amaral because he won here last year. Oh, all right. I don't know if you know that.
1: I do know that. I've heard. But I'm looking up New Hampshire last year.
2: So, long shots.
1: Christopher Bell won. God, we're so stupid. We talked oh, about yeah, how we Christopher Bell won.
2: <laughs> the last three races. Yeah,
1: yeah so he did that. Uh, yes, yeah, so I don't know why Sendrick's in there because I don't think they were feuding last week.
2: And why do neither one of us have Christopher Bell as, like, the long shot? Would that be or, a lot of your seventh? In the I
1: almost put, like, I think he's a long shot based off his pit crew. Like, they're holding <laughs> yeah. him back, but I <laughs> – i chose a different long shot
2: yeah speaking of wrestling christopher bell is basically in a handicap match <laughs> with his pick room
1: uh but speaking of long shots uh true long shot fashion i'm going cole custer oh uh, he said again and this is where i'm stupid because i don't think Stuart haas had a great year but he has had success he's only raced twice here at the cup level uh has a top 10 finish and then last year at xfinity uh i believe he finished second
2: yeah, this is one. If someone had put him in a seat, Matty D would be my long shot this week because his last three races, he's finished fifth, sixth and 11th here. So I'm actually surprised someone didn't put him in. Like Collick has that extra car floating around. And, yeah. And, it
1: was uh, 2019 where he finished second.
2: There you go. Well, and that's why uh, my long shot, Eric Jones, he finished third in 2019. He's been running well lately. He, uh, Had they let him run to the finish line, he might have beat uh, Chase Elliott LA last week. <laughs> Chase chicken shitted out. And, uh, yeah. Wrecked everyone. I feel like you
1: choose Eric Jones a lot for your long shot.
2: I, I do. <laughs> you know what? If he actually won one, he'd no longer be a long shot.
1: Yeah. That's kind of like how Kurt Busch was. It's like, well, he kind of yeah. won. Him, so, uh,
2: who you got winning? I got uh, Kevin Harvick. Uh, Ooh. Stuart Haas has raced here pretty well in recent years, and including last year, and Harvick has three wins in the last seven races here. All
1: right. uh, I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin. He uh, was having a really good run last week until he got bulldozed by Chastain. Uh, also has three wins here. I think he's going to be a little pissed off, too, so I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin.
2: There you go. Now, Do you say crayon or crayon?
1: Uh, let's see. We have the crayon.
2: Crayon. crayon. How do you say it? Yeah, I say Crayola crayons. Huh.
1: Uh, but we have the crayon, crayon, crayon two. God, now I'm confused. The crayon two hundred on Saturday at two thirty p.m. Coverage starts on USA at two p.m. Performance Racing Network and Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. That is the 18th race of the 26 race regular season. It'll be 200 laps, which comes out to 211.6 miles, stages of 45, 45, uh, and 110. This is the 35th Xfinity race at the Magic Mile. No active winners in the race this weekend.
2: And Crayon has nothing to do with crayons. Really? No. Sort of
1: weird. What is it? Competitive intelligence software tools.
2: Yeah, I was. I was like, because I was wondering when I first saw the name of the thing, I was like, why don't they call it the Crayola?
1: Or it could be crayon optimize your cloud Techno. There's a crayon.com and a crayon. It says it's
2: it says a corporate sponsor's crayon software experts,
1: huh? So, there you go. Uh, some bushwhackers in this race though, we have William Byron. He's driving the number 88 car for junior motorsports and then Ty Dillon, uh, driving for big machine in the number 48, uh, junior motorsports has been strong at New Hampshire. Justin Allgaier has two top fives and seven top tens in his career. Josh Berry also has a top 10 finish, uh, and has one at a, uh, one mile track. And then Noah Gregson also has a top 10 finish here. Uh, didn't want to bore everybody with the playoff standings because we already went through that with the recap, but uh, that was pretty and much it. And it's
2: really, there's not much to discuss. There's a really big gulf between the number 12 car yeah. and the, all the chasers. It's like 80 points. Um, God, I had something profound to say, and then I forgot what it was. uh I hate when that happens. What
1: well, you think about it?
2: Magic Mile, you think Magic Mile is a lame name for this track? nickname for this track.
1: Yeah, because it's like Magic Mike. But the Magic Mile, like, well, it's dumb because you have the Magic Mile, then you have the Monster Mile. And then, like, it gets confusing. And both of them are, like, up in the Northeast. And then, like, ugh.
2: Well, I feel like they're, like, they took the good one, Monster Mile. And then they're, like, but we'll be the Magic Mile.
0: Like,
2: <laughs> I'm the Magic Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's what what they did with that one and then there's another one in what's oh it's just called the milwaukee mile i don't know if it has a nickname but, yeah.
1: but at least you know where that one is i'm like oh we're going to the magic mile you're like is that a male strip club
2: yeah and like the magic city i want to say is either montgomery or birmingham
1: uh oh, i was thinking of the queen city i was like i think that's Charlotte yeah So, anyhow
2: i
0: digress i got you off track sorry
1: that's all right uh magic city oh no there's a magic city atlanta but well, that's i think a strip club <laughs> oh
2: no because i went to the magic city bowl one time and it was alabama. yeah that's miami no it was alabama birmingham versus alabama oh,
1: birmingham well okay so there's two different things uh miami's most enduring element is its nickname the magic city which has been a part of its story since the early days following the incorporation of the city of miami in july 1896 but then it also says uh birmingham alabama was founded in 1871 uh and named in direct reference to the industrial might of birmingham uk it became known as the magic city because of the rapid growth of its iron and steel industry
2: there you go yeah because i went to i was definitely in alabama i forgot which city it was in but I saw Alabama A&M play Alabama uh, State. So All right. Little, uh, swatching.
1: yeah. Yeah. All right. So, who you got winning the Xfinity race? Well, the magic uh, uh, model. Uh,
2: other, other magic cities Barberton, Ohio, Billings, Montana, Birmingham, Alabama, Bogalusa, Louisiana, Cheyenne, Wyoming, Endicott, New York, Florence, South Carolina, Orlando, Florida. Florida <laughs> The magic play there, uh, Miami, Florida, Middlesboro, Kentucky, Minot, North Dakota, Moberly, Missouri, Muncie, Indiana, Roanoke, Virginia, South Omaha, Nebraska, <laughs> Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Charleroi, Pennsylvania.
1: I don't know how Muncie made that list. Magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only magic that should happen there is how you disappear, and get out of there. Maybe
2: Siegfried's from there or Roy. So who do you got winning? Uh,
1: the guy I mentioned earlier, Josh Berry. Uh, only race here once had finished in the top 10. At other one-mile tracks, he posted a win at Dover and third at Phoenix. But most notably, in his last eight races, he has two wins, five top
2: fives and seven top tens, which is pretty damn good. All righty. I'm going off the board on this one. For a guy who's looking for a full-time ride, and I think maybe this lands on one, I'm going Trevor Bay. Ooh. He has... Uh, in his five races this season, he has a second, a third, and a fourth. Only thing missing there's a first. Yeah, and he has an average finish of nine point two at Loudon during his career, which goes way back. And uh, it helps that he's in a Joe Gibbs Racing car, the number eighteen. So, all right,
1: that's a good off the wall pick. Uh, and then paint schemes. This is pretty uh, meh- lame. For me. Lame. I like I'm getting tired of these this year. Like Xfinity, I didn't find one that I like. There was I, one I, Speedway 1 that was okay. That's the one
2: I got. I got that yeah. one. I like that. We'll start with Xfinity. I'm going Derek Griffith. Uh, we we are going Derek yeah. Griffith in the uh, Sam Hunt Racing number 26 for Hudson Speedway. It has a nice little... Uh, it's the family fun track. oh, Which leads me to believe that their uh, Demolition Derby Night probably has more than four vehicles in it
1: but it probably doesn't have the 34 double d car with a blow up doll in the back seat so that's not family friendly you, you
2: win some you lose some <laughs> uh
1: and then i picked two and cup uh bubba wallace is in the number 23 it's like black green and orange draft kings toyota i thought that looked pretty sharp. i didn't like this one which
2: one the, the the draft the first well the reason I didn't like it, DraftKings, America's got a gambling issue. <laughs> Our gambling issue is not as bad as the gambling issue that the United Kingdom has. But we come on,
1: come on. No, but as long as you gamble responsibly, that's the key. <laughs> it's like drinking responsibly, okay?
2: I listen, I heard a lottery commercial and they just made it sound like every time you got a ticket and scratched it, you win. And then and they're like, a gamble responsibly (laughs) (laughs) because
1: they don't want you to take all their money
2: yeah and uh, your other one
1: uh aj Almendinger, and the number 16 sea blue goldfish casino slot chevrolet uh i feel like we had this app a while ago and i know they've raced it a couple times but i finally noticed it and we week. It looked pretty nice
2: we downloaded gold uh big i thought it was called
1: big fish Uh, maybe it's different then
0: to yeah, make fish you
1: casinos you know we have a gambling
2: problem so <laughs> <laughs> we have a fake gambling problem and then i went with the me i don't know how to pronounce it bj mcleod number 78 me mochi ice cream number 78 nice. it looks like it's little ice cream balls like a scoop not, not really small not like dipping dots balls but yeah like and i didn't know ice cream pad balls
1: yeah or that they'd be that they'd small, be that, small. Big. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that big that big No, different dots. Who would have thought those little ice cream balls would be that
1: small? But oh, future. Yeah, so you have it. That's our uh, New Hampshire preview. Before we do in the episode, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but thoughts and prayers to uh, to Jeff Gluck because after every race, he does the a poll on Twitter (laughs) that says, "Is this a good race or not?" And he believes that the Atlanta one, people bought some votes. So who who knew. Yeah,
2: funny because he did it on Twitter, which means half his followers have (laughs) to.
1: Yeah, very American to buy some votes in a a poll or an election. But, uh, yeah, thoughts and prayers to Jeff Gluck because he has to find a new way to find out if fans like the race or not. But uh, that will do it for our New Hampshire preview episode. We'll be back on Tuesday to recap all the Xfinity and Cup Series races for you. We appreciate you guys for listening. We will see
0: I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain. Started running mini stocks when I was 13. And won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hill and Strillin' they got finished was the start of my big dream